This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rumashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. Uh, Fast and Furious, like put all of those types of games, you know, in into on, on the market kind of a thing. And they made the price of Mitsubishi Eclipse skyrocket. Yeah. They really did. And Celicas. Yes, yeah, Celicas. And Monica's. Monica! Yeah, I was about to say, like, the girl? Oh, boy. The price of Monica's skyrocketed. <laughs> you see this? I'm cashing in. <laughs> Odd tangent, if I do say so. Uh, I'm more of a Samantha myself, but that's all right. Um, I feel like I was, like, Supermaning all through your house. You feel like you were Supermaning an Iron Man game? That. Don't. Ruin it. <laughs> but you're right. Okay, I feel like I was Iron Manning all through his house. Welcome, Craft Beer. My name is Donnie. This is the official podcast of Craftology Radio Network, a collection of craft beer and geek news tied loosely together. Our podcast is interested in uh, topping off your mug with great craft beer stories and geeky nuggets of pop culture. Who could talk about these stories besides myself? Hi, Donnie here. And uh, my good friend, Mr. Rye Guy, a longtime uh, co-host here. How you been, buddy? I am doing fantastic. Glad to be back. I feel like I took a month off. Only miss one show, though. So It's weird, right? When you only do it <laughs> twice a month, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm here and I'm ready to do this. Let's, let's go. All right. Let's do it. Mr. Lausman, how are you? Ah, I'm always great. Every day is great. I'm happy to be here. And I feel like it's been half a month since I was on the show. <laughs> oh, nearly. <laughs> hmm. wonder why that hmm. is. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Well, boys, as you are well aware, we've got a uh, a packed show tonight, and I've got a couple choice beverages to get into. But oh, actually, how about this? Why don't I kick it off with mine? Since Mr. Lausman, we uh, we actually had talked about this entire series, the Hop Skull series from Copper Tail last week, correct? Or last show? Excuse me. Last show we talked about this entire series. I went through the four pack, and Ryan, did you did you actually did you have you checked this out from Copper Tail yet? Uh. Mm. I may have had it at a local place if it was on tap, but uh... was not. No, let me let me give you that. Let me give you the thirty thousand uh, foot view. So, okay. so essentially, Coppertail has uh, twelve beers that they they brew, and it's part of their their Hop Skull series, and they do it every year. They've done it for six years now, COVID, you know, or whatever else. But the uh, the deal is, after the year, they they put them out there, and it's only available at the brewery. It's not distributed. So it is It is on tap, to your point. You asked earlier if it was on tap. It technically is if you're there at the brewery, but only for a limited amount of time. Once it's gone off tap, they keg, or they, they excuse me, they can the rest of them into these uh, 16 ounce, you know, tall boys, and they sell a, a four pack of them for 17 bucks. It's, it's pretty pricey, I'm not going to lie. Um, but the beers you can get, you asked, hey, can I get it at a local place? I think I may, no, you, you, maybe, I mean, you can maybe get some of the cans. 
But the beauty is that the, these 12 beers are only available at Coppertail in cans or in the tap room. So, so the, 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 the whole thing is every year, and then again, the, we need six years. I don't know how we haven't tapped into this yet, but we, we just happened to walk into the uh, Coppertail there near Ikea because we were going to Ikea. And we talked about this. We're not going to get into the Ikea, go to Coppertail, Ikea, which one's first, chicken or egg situation. Both. But, yeah. That's what I said. Lyle said go to Ikea first. Yeah. I say go to Coppertail first and buy all the things at Ikea. And then go back me. to Coppertail before you go and home. And then go back to, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you'll wake up yeah. in a bedroom you didn't know, you don't know, and yeah, it just you will have or you're peeing Or you're pissing in potties that, that aren't real potties. Yeah. That That's would pose a problem. Yeah. That is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I get the point. But, but the beauty of this collection of beer is that at the end of every year, they, they rotate or they, they, they have the, the patrons vote on which... Which of the four beers make the, the custom four-pack? So about this time every year, you can pick up a very exclusive, limited-time run of four-pack. And this had, um, it's basically all IPAs. So they had a couple IPAs, two, two basically IPAs. They had a double and a triple. And so I reviewed all of them in the last show. If you want to watch it, go ahead and look, take a look back at episode 128. Um, fantastic review of these beers. If I do say so myself, last man, any uh, any comments on that? Uh, like I said, they all got a sweet can. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but I saved this one. This was the number one choice of 2020. 2020? Yeah, that's right. 2020. That, yeah, it just sounds weird the way you <laughs> it said. Sounds that. weird. Yeah. yeah, this is the number one choice though of 2020, and this uh, this is. It doesn't even have a name. None of them do. It's just the the Copper Tail um, Hop Skull. The Triple IPA comes in at 10.5% alcohol by volume. It is the Ooh. sixth anniversary uh, number one winner. So it's been, a, they, they straight up say on the can, 2020 has been a strange year for, for beer. Uh, but we appreciate the support. And we couldn't do it without you. Cheers to another year from the Copper Tail Brewery. Here is the uh, the sixth anniversary uh, Triple IPA um, from Hop Skull. So... Um, Chinook, Citra, a lot of laurel in here, Bravo hops. Um, it's a hazy, hazy beer. It is, it is, I mean, it is murky. I'll just show you guys. I know nice. this is horrible audio, but it's murky. And the orange. flavor. It's hop- murky, but it's really vibrant and, and, um, it, it's not a golden color like I was thinking it would be. No, it's, it's, it's white almost. It's almost like Belgian kind of looking. It's very unique. But, yeah. um, the, the weird thing is that it, it, it does, like so we we i was able to pair like the number like two the number 13 like they had a bunch of weird not 13 but the number three like they had a bunch of weird beers that i could pair them almost all with a different beer type this um this number one from from copper tail this uh this triple ipa they had it's um it is rich it's heavy it's drinkable but it's not it's not like deceitful like you know you're drinking a high gravity heavy kind of beer to it. it it's very floral it's very pleasant i mean it's got like you said you said orange juice specifically it is exactly that's a great description like when you first sip it it's it's a little bit like orange juice but it doesn't smell it's got really a lot of pine a lot of citrus a lot of um hmm. snap to it it's not as dry last man as we were talking about as the other ones where there was like almost a brook kind of like flavor to it or a, a like a wine flavor it's really pretty easy drinkable but um but it is not common. It's not your, uh, to, you know, your um, torpedo. It's not your typical, you know, New England. It's not your regular hazy. It it is thick, 
But um, man, it's getting a little cooler here by the fire. This beer would be perfect. Mm. And again, ten and a half percent alcohol. So um, yeah, I really can't. I really can't. it's good. It's good is what I'd say. But the sixth anniversary Hop Skull Triple IPA from Coppertail, overall really good, really good beer. So that's what I have to say about it. it sounds delicious. Yeah, it is. It is good. But I'm telling you, I'd be surprised if they had any left. I was down, and that was pulling maybe one of the last. 20 or so four packs they had and again for 17 bucks good for copper tail yeah <laughs> doing all right yep you, say- you know it's it's funny it's funny we think like that though uh price wise with places places sell because if you think about it ten and a half percent beer that's really what almost three beers in one can 16 ounce if you will three like bud lights yeah. in one can uh yeah. but really you know if you were to buy that on draft you know and buy a pint well, they charge eight bucks, so eight times four thirty-two. It's like you get a you get four sixteen ounces for seventeen. I think that's a, actually a better way to look at it because that's only four dollars a beer. Just saying. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's just funny how we think about it. That's all. Well, it's funny how we think about it now, but like imagine again, like if we weren't able to, and there's this which we'll get into a little bit later. This can shortage, right? Like it could be a lot worse. Well, you are correct, Donnie. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't prepared oh, uh, to talk about that, but no. We're not going to go into the can shortage. We've covered it before. Ladies and saying, gentlemen, like, there's a can shortage. That's the story. Yeah. Yep. Well, Show but, us there, your cans. but we've covered that story before. I'm just saying that like, that is a thing. And and I don't know if going out of 2020, you look back a year from now, and I say, man, 17 bucks for a four pack is a lot. Well, what if it's you know 2021 and it's fall time again and all of a sudden, now we're looking at twenty-two dollar, you know, a four-pack. Like, yeah, I don't know. Cheaper what... than buying it by the pint. Honestly, none of us are breaking the bank to get a four-pack of of craft beer just because we want to. Okay, mm-hmm. like let's just be real. This is all a luxury item that we don't have to be that concerned about. But it is pricey when you're talking about. I could go to I can go to um, Crooked Thumb and get my all-time favorite beer, the Cloud City, uh, you know, triple the the Cloud City Belgium, and I, I would be. I would be just as content, but I'd have one 16-ounce beer compared to this four-pack. So was it worth it? Absolutely. And I and I love these all four of these beers. Do I love this one the most? I don't know if I do, honestly. I really don't know if I do. Um, was it enough to be number one? It's a good it's a good ass beer, but honestly, Laos, that really dry. I'll have to look back in the notes. I think it was like number three or number six. Yeah. Um, the one that was really dry, I really, really enjoyed because it just drank differently it drank like a different type of beer so um yeah well anyways um yeah well let's 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 go on what do you what are you guys drinking who wants to kick it off let me i got another one how to, do, to talk how about, do we follow gonna... that beer story you should have been here last week yeah. well, i had a highlight <laughs> well okay i guess i'll go next should i go so i don't <laughs> disappoint the fans no, no i should so i continue that disappointment <laughs> uh it's not even a disappointment. Like, a, no, I'm proud of it. Like, man, no, I like highlight. I have a highlight. I cigar city uh, again. Yes, again. Because no, you know okay. why? Because the same reason I said last week. Because I went to my local Seven <laughs> Eleven. I don't know how they do it or why they do the things that they do. But they don't sell hot dogs anymore. But they still have cigar city. So I'm like, I feel like one of those was a little bit easier to get. But whatever. It's COVID and it's weird. So I get it. I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, I got my stinking highlight. I like it. I like it a lot. It's a good time. 
I mean, I always love a good highlight, man. You can't you can't go wrong with it. Like I love highlights. Not highlights, not the problem. I just I try to mix it up a little bit when I when I come across something very interesting. Otherwise, yes, it's a highlight. Well, <laughs> trust me, this would this would have been the week for me to do uh, a special on Kona, which we've talked a lot in uh, recent weeks because they're on super sale at my Seven Eleven. Um, yeah, and I, I promise I go other places to look for beers, but like. Sometimes I go to places that aren't really known for their craft beer, so like I end up coming up short, and I'm like, like okay, I guess I gotta buy like, I don't know. There, there's one that I'm still scared of. I don't want to buy yet, but it's the the Budweiser Nitro Reserve. Oh, I don't know about I that. I haven't tried it I've yet. Been enticed. I've been it. enticed as well, and I just don't have the gumption to be like. I'm going to spend way too much for a Budweiser <laughs> that has way too many directions on how to drink it. Isn't it a seltzer? No. No, no, no. Oh, I thought it was the 8% it's like a, seltzer. No, it's My like bad. a Guinness. Yeah, a Guinness it, it's oh, supposed to drink no. like a Guinness. According to the like seven directions that you have to follow, they're like, hold it upright, tip it gently, let the bubbles... Ri-. I'm like, nope, you lost me immediately. I should have already had the beer down. What that would taste like? <laughs> I'm sure it tastes just like a Guinness knockoff. Like I'm pretty yeah. sure the Budweiser can can crack that egg. Yep. Well, well, hey, hey, I'm just telling you, Guinness never travels over. Water. All right, so I, this I've, is available in stores. This is available right now in stores. I mean, I know one store. I okay. volunteer as tribute. As tribute <laughs> to try to source this Guinness version of bud wiser for the next podcast yeah i'll send you the deets it's the budweiser nitro reserve they actually carry it at wawa i think and if you're looking for a specific one there's two on i4 that have it next time i pass into a wawa which i did have a hoagie the other day i mean uh it was delicious i enjoyed it it was actually really really good their bread's really solid i won't lie i made sure to mention their bread comes from pennsylvania that's why i mentioned this last time but it's hot gobbler season who's excited gobbler Gobbler. yeah so whatever i had it was like the italian style gobbler i don't know trust me there's a whole art to ordering a hot gobbler. You yeah, you gobbling a... here? I'm gobbling here. <laughs> I'm gobbling here. You didn't do the New York ex- accent. Yeah, I tried. I was the wrong part of town. Don't, don't they do that? Yeah, they do that. Well, Jesus. Just... All right, anyways. So, <laughs> I will try and find this particular beer and share beer. it on the next podcast. I get your beer. Right. Ring fingernail polish on it. But, Ryan, speaking of this podcast, what are you drinking this evening? <laughs> The suspense again. Coors Light ah, Seltzer. Oh. All right, Seltzer boy. Seltzer boy. Yeah, well, fizzy boy, hey. aren't you? You mm. know, I'm carrying on with my seltzer commitment here. Uh, this no, though no, was no. Bogo. Okay. This was Bogo. When I see seltzer, I think you're golfing more than regularly. I I did actually um, go to the driving range today, so before I picked Cora up. You know, I had time yeah. after work, so I was like, I'm going to go sneak in 120 balls real quick. Um, but 90 calories, 4.5%. It's a little lower in the ABV than what I'm used to. You know, some of the other ones are 5% with 100 calories or 99. Who's counting? Um, but not not terrible. Not 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 terrible, especially for BOGO. 
24 for 16 bucks. Can't beat that. But like, I want to break it down deeper than that. Like, so compared to the, all the other crap seltzers you've been drinking, like, oh, what, how does this one, the best, really the best up? is brew hub, whatever, brew hub. whatever brew hub is doing. They, they have the absolute best. And do you know what it's called? They're, they're it's their seltzer line. They just have all different flavors. I feel like chorus or chorus, uh, Bud Light, even White Claw, they all have the same flavored profiled, you know, drinks, seltzer drinks, whereas uh, Brew Hub just took it to the next level. You know, they're really, yeah, Brew Hub, absolutely hands down. And their can art is fucking amazing. Nice. So it still feels like, oh, I'm still in the craft beer world, even though I'm drinking a seltzer. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and, and I'm not, I'm not shitting on anybody, like, because it totally is. Like, when these, like, I mean, you know, Dogfish had... I'm I'm surprised they don't have a nationally distributed seltzer already. I know they have their locale stuff, but have you? Do they have a seltzer? Like I'm pretty sure they don't. Well, I don't know. I'm but. still trying to figure out. I don't think this is something that's brewed. Yeah, well, it's, well, it's malt it does liquor. Say, it does say cane sugar and yeah, all it's that, malt. But I mean, technically, anything that's not a, like a, a traditional beer is is really malt liquor. Like it's not. An actual beer, maybe brewed very similarly, but you've brewed a hard, hard liquor. You know how like, hard alcohol. Well, you know I brewed works. a hard water. That's different. I don't think these are fermented. Mm. That's where I'm trying to figure out. Like, I mean, I could be completely wrong. Is it vodka? I don't. I mean, I don't know. No, I don't think it's vodka. But if it's yeah, if it is fermented, then why on every can can they say you know what all the nutrition facts are, but they can't do that to other beers, <laughs> you know? It'd be nice to well, know. The, well, I think that the, the kicker behind that one is the audience isn't looking for nutritional facts on your regular Sierra Nevada, our unofficial sponsor. I would love to. They're, they're, they're looking for the nutritional facts in the back of a White Claw or a seltzer because that White Claw took 27% share of, of that industry and they're trying to redeem that. And the only way to do that is to make... <laughs> Young people that are looking for a lighter alternative to think, oh, I'm doing a good thing here. It's just have just four carbs and a hundred calories and four percent alcohol. I'm I'm all right. Yeah, two grams of sugar. Good for you. I don't really I just like feel any better of after I drink them. To be honest with you, and it allows me to enjoy craft beer more. You know, um, yeah, more of it is what I'm. More yeah. of it. Uh, what did I yeah. drink the other day? Oh, I was. But you're at, drinking a Coors Light, like it's not exactly craft no, beer. No, I, I went saying. to Marker Forty Eight Friday night. Uh, for for my buddy's uh, wedding party, and had a couple of their tasty beverages, and I just felt like I could really enjoy all the different flavor profiles. I had a a red Belgium, which was really nice. I forget the name of it. Um, and I had an IPA. You know, I had about three or four different beers there, and I love Marker Forty Eight, but it just allowed my my palate to just really soak up all the juicy hops. You know, so. You know anyway. what? Uh, what didn't uh, allow my palate to do a damn thing was <laughs> I promised just uh, last or last show that I would. You know what? I shouldn't talk smack about something I can't. You know, I didn't want to drink or whatever. So I got what probably is regarded one of the worst um, uh, seltzers. I got the Bud Light Platinum Raspberry. Oh, that's yeah. what I was talking about. That's what I thought you were talking that's about. That's what he was talking about. Yeah, it's exactly what you were talking about. You went straight to the top like, yeah. of ABV, but probably the worst drinking. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And you're right. Clearly. It was 8%. And I was like, well, 
It tastes like somebody poured a little vodka into a broken Sprite, so I don't like it still. All but, right, yeah. so how about this? Pick up a 12-pack of the Brew Hub seltzers. I mean, he's the closest one because he lives in their, in their if, I don't know if they kitchen. carry They probably carry him there, but you can get him oh, at any I'm local sure Publix do. or anything like that. He passes Brew Hub twice a day. Yeah, Pick up a 12-pack. Right. If you don't like it, I will buy the rest off of you. If I don't, if I buy it and I don't like it, I'm going to punt each and every one of them on a live stream into a lake. But you have to try each flavor. Sure. So I will buy the remaining eight, or better yet, I'll just pay you for the twelve pack. Even if <laughs> I'll buy, I'll buy one. I want, I want to try them. I don't think did do they distribute that? It's yeah, like they're in public. Yeah, it's a poor investment. I'm putting them all in a lake. All right. Well, we'll try. I'll get the. I'll I'll try out the um the old brew hub one just to just to humor you, Ryan, because I'm not, I'm, I'm a little concerned as to what these actually taste like. No, I'll I share. I think and I think uh, Miss Jenny would would appreciate them as well. I was joking. I'll share. With All the right. lake. Got it. <laughs> With yeah. a lake. It's the best way to enjoy a seltzer out on the lake, dumping it in fishing style. Exactly. Now you see him my point of why I drink them when I No, inverted golfing. style. No, you just said right you enjoy lake. them on the lake fishing. I heard you. It said No no no. I didn't say yeah, fishing. You I said I enjoy did. them inverted style over on the lake. That's no, where no, no. you're going with them. Nope. You're definitely upside down on the lake with my mouth. In, into your mouth. That. Yes, exactly. You're gonna no. yep. You're gonna catch fish and drink seltzers. I love nope. it. Way to go, last man. I'm proud of you. Mm, not what I said. See what I did there. Yep. Well, <laughs> any other good stories, boys? Because I got one again, another tease from the last episode. But I got one more story left before we kick off into the uh, geek news. Which man, has there been a bunch of geek news that happened in the last two weeks? Really? <laughs> Tease it up, big yeah. boy. All right. Well, as we teased, um, and we talked about it before, the Yingling Hershey's beer came out so ryan have you had a chance to try the yingling hershey's chocolate porter yet not yet okay is it a problem not finding it have you not been looking for it because i've been looking for it for the last two weeks and i did find it and look for it so yingling's take on a 200 year old dark brewed porter um man it is incredible it's a little weird. Like the the label again, they're being real PC with it. Like must be twenty one to drink. I'm like, great. Who were you selling to this before? But that's <laughs> fine. Um, and it looks very odd. But but keep in mind, there's a brewery for Yingling in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Like that's where they're from. So like this partnership has been like you know a two hundred years in the making. I mean, it's really a very very cool cool thing to see and and Indeed. yingling being one of the biggest largest you know most renowned craft still craft breweries they're distributing now like literally today and this was a result of what last just after we recorded last session it was like hey yingling's opening up you know to all 49 states or whatever like yeah. it would like 49 states minus the you know whatever else so like it was it was really crazy but like the second that came out we hung up, and the next day I called my local Publix or grocery store, you, you call yours, and be like, hey, man, get this porter. It's fantastic. They were like, you can't get it, never going to have it. Publix didn't order it. All right? It's like, you can go to the ABC down the street and get it. Um, but a couple of days later, doing my, you know, my gro- grocery run, found it right there. So, obviously, they, they did bring it in. And man, are you guys? Are is it Porter season yet? Is anybody feeling a Porter just yet, or is it still Almost. too early in your opinion? Yeah, it's, it's not quite cold enough. Close. Yeah, not yet. 
it's real close, but there have been a couple days here. Again, we live a lot closer to the water, so there's a couple days here that have been just, man, beautiful porter days. And, and like, when you talk about the color, the look, the consistency, I mean, I know there's a lot of glare on here, and, and you guys on the podcast can't see this, but, like, it is a good-looking porter. It pours nicely. It smells... It smells like dark chocolate. Like if you could melt a Hershey's and and just smell it, it's delicious. When you taste it, it, it drinks the same way. It's got a really rich, you know, kind of Yingling background because you can you can you can drink a Yingling and you can drink any other lager and you can tell where the Yingling is. There's a subtle sweetness. There's a little bit of smokiness there. Mm. It's um it's it's easy to drink. You can drink a Yingling when it's a hundred degrees or when it's three degrees outside. It doesn't really matter to me. The porter specifically. Is a little bit more of a of a of a choke down. I'll give you that. But man, there's nothing choking down this beer. This is just like somebody took the essence of a Hershey's and mixed it in with my Yingling Porter, and I love it. So it's fantastic. It does sound really good, and I I will try it. I just haven't bought a twelve pack. I just don't know if I can drink twelve of them. Yep. It, if I were gonna drink this, like this is a perfect beer for Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Like, if you're going to have it with Halloween candy, it might be a little bit too much because it literally tastes like liquid chocolate. But it doesn't have the, the sugar. It doesn't have the, the, the weight that drinking, like, hot chocolate or a lot of the, the dunkles or heavy okay. porters have. It's a very light, drinkable beer. It's only 4.7%. So you would assume they dumped a bunch of chocolate and a bunch of sugar and it would make it a bunch of alcohol. It doesn't. It's, it's really drinkable. It's got a nice, a really roasty, chocolatey mouthfeel. Like, it's honestly, I don't know how to explain it, except for if you've had s'mores before, that after feeling, when you're done with your s'more, that's minus the, you know, like the marshmallow, that's what it is. Mm. It's a really nice, roasty, drinkable chocolate porter. And it's it's fantastic that Yingling and Hershey made this happen as as commercial as you can get. But man, it's good. I actually uh, tried a little bit of it uh, yep. when I was over at your house a couple days ago. And, uh, yeah, it was actually really good. Uh, like, weirdly enough, I think I had mine with breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, not hey, totally doable. And with a side of Cocoa Puffs? I, you know, no side of Cocoa Puffs. It was actually pretty nice to have, like, a sweet little drink. So it was um, just a taster, but... It's it's sweet, but it doesn't leave you like like I've had some really sweet beers and some really heavy porters and stouts sometimes and some like I said dunkles and like even triples and stuff that are just like super super sweet. Um, it's just it's very drinkable. It does leave you with a with the back of the kind of throat really the roasty kind of heavy smoky dark. It's dark chocolate. It's definitely not milk chocolate. It's a dark chocolate flavor. Yeah. Hmm. But it's, if you're into that at all, man, I highly suggest it because it is awesome. And yeah. I, I, I do love Yingling. So. It's it's um, the aftertaste you would have after eating dark chocolate. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's that. It's just like, whoa. You're like, I didn't expect that in a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anybody that, that if, you, if, you, if you're trying to get on the, the fence or you're not sure about it, I definitely do suggest that you give it a try because it is really, really a, a, an attractive, easy to drink rich porter but it is that it is rich it is dark it is heavy so who's trying to get all sounds fantastic yeah i'm just trying to think like what dessert i would want to pair it with to be honest with you vanilla ice cream that's i poured over vanilla ice cream honestly oh yeah like a like a hershey's beer float yeah yeah i would do that 
I wouldn't have it with, you know, anything really rich like, you know, cake or pie or anything like that. I would, I would have it with like your, your Thanksgiving dinner if you're going to have, because there's so many rich flavors in a Thanksgiving oh. dinner. You got like cranberry and turkey and gravy and, you know, all that good stuff. And you've got like some spices and, and pumpkin pie and you've got yeah, that kind of crap. I think it's a really good Thanksgiving beer. Um, if you're going to drink it with like your, your Halloween candy, which we typically do every season around this year, which we are not doing this year, but if it is something you want, I would, you know, be careful because too much of a good thing can be overwhelming, but man, it's, it's good for what it is. I wonder if it would pair with something that usually pairs with smoky stuff. Probably. Yeah. Like barbecue, like barbecue or any kind of smoked meat, I think it would be really good with. But um, but yeah, anything too rich, you might be you might be competing because remember you always try to balance, you know, or or subset. So so it's good. But um, but no, I just had to I had to give a shout out. We teased it, sent a couple pictures out. In fact, this post we we post this in the uh, the Facebook group Craft Brews and Geek News. If you're not a part of it, please join. Um, but I posted that picture and I get I, I get comments just about every day on this thing, and I'm in there like. Well, I can't find like like uh, Mike uh, from Tonka Brewing was trying to uh, to find it. Ryan, huh. he couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, "Go to Publix, dude!" I'm like my local Publix here might you know has it, but but his in North North Tampa may not. So I don't know. Man, it's good beer. It's well, good it was beer. good. Yeah, so. I'll give it. A, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, you want to? Well, Ryan, why don't you kick us off with our first story for the Geek News section? Drink it on in, send it on back. It's the first one here is about our good buddy. Someone y'all might know if you're fans of the podcast. It is an honor and a privilege. Thank you for throwing this uh, my way, Donnie, because... Of course. Um, you brought him into our family. I did, and, and uh, you know, very, very, very much uh, grateful for this one individual that uh, does... If, you, if you're if you familiar with all the other segments that are offered on our uh, podcast channel here, um, the craft... Or, excuse me, uh, This Week in Geek is now officially a year old and we cannot be more grateful to have Joe uh doing everything that he does on a on a on a weekly basis and uh just an amazing character guy uh full of wealth of knowledge with movies and geeks I mean stuff that I can't remember from when I was a kid and you know just brings it out uh it makes you want to learn and know more so uh Joe congratulations for being with us uh, one year on the show uh, we love you very much and uh, hope – actually, I already know you're probably drinking a craft beer right now. Maybe <laughs> not tomorrow when you're listening to this podcast, but right now at t- eight, at 9 o'clock at night, I'm pretty sure you've got a craft beverage in your hand. Yeah, and not only has not only has Joe been a good a good a brother and a good member of the of the team and the family for the last year, but um, he is he is the host and the producer and the you know the main man behind uh, the this week in geek section that we have. And what Ryan was saying was was absolutely correct. We love Joe and we appreciate him. Joe was the guy that said, "Hey, you know, I love the podcast, but I'd love to contribute, and here's how I can do it." And so we worked out a deal. And you know, he's just a great. He's a great guy, and he's he's full of knowledge, and he's just awesome. So, Joe, congratulations from all of us here at the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast, and everybody out there listening, man. It's been a year. I I, I think we just published today his fifty third weekly episode. So, hell yeah, Joe, and and good on you, man. Like, good for you for for being part of the family. We appreciate you, and um and yeah, that's it. So, everybody that 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 has appreciated or, or has enjoyed Joe's weekly segments. I would encourage you to, to, it would be a big help for us 
if you if you can throw a comment on the on the iTunes or Amazon now that we're on the Amazon platform, Google Play, wherever it is that you find the show, give a shout out to Joe. Say say hashtag you know this week in geek or hashtag you know T W I G. That's that's his hashtag. If you can Google it, um, that you'll you'll find all his shows there. But um, he has done a great job. And if you're enjoying that content that Joe is putting out, please let us know. And if you if you're unable to uh, leave a comment or let us know. At least join the Facebook group. Joe is active on that as well as we all are. Um, let him know, you know, the love and and, and share it with him because he's um he he's had you know some some trouble this year. It's been tough for all of us with COVID and twenty you know twenty twenty has been a bitch. And so um, he's got a lot going on in his life, and he's still putting out good content for us, and we appreciate him for it. We've all had things going on, as everybody out there listening probably has. So. Uh, we appreciate you all, and we appreciate Joe. But but yeah, just from a, a, a craft brews and geek news, and and really the Craftology Radio Network appreciates Joe for doing what he does. So we appreciate you, buddy. And um, yeah, as Joe turned one, we turned five. <laughs> well, technically, the company was five, but we've been doing this this podcast for for four years now. Come November, so um, very very cool stuff, and we just appreciate everybody out there. Man, yep. how the time has flown by. Yeah, hasn't it? And hasn't Joe, it? just coming from me real quick, uh, I did want to say thanks again. Uh, love hearing your content, and uh, this goes out to my number one singularity draft pick survivor. Uh, that would be Joe, <laughs> printing his own weapons and whatnot. Uh, big fan, buddy. Keep up the good work, man. <laughs> he does keep the fight alive, and it's funny because Joe texts you know the group all the time, and we have a big uh, text message chain, and he's. Texting us his, his 3D printed creations, and I'm sure there's a <laughs> oh, there's a yeah. fun thing in there, and there's definitely options. So again, you know, you guys, I encourage you, please take part, enjoy this 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 community that we've built. 150 strong at this point. Like, come on, let's. This is dedicated, nice, fun people to talk to. Uh, that Facebook group is awesome, and and if you get in there and you, and you can talk to or say anything you want to, man, we're all here, and we, we all talk and we communicate. We got Leonard, we've got. Um, you know, ABC uh, Gus, and we've got a whole bunch of folks that are just awesome people that that hang out in that group. So Tim from Craft Life, of course, a good buddy. But just we encourage everybody to hop on there and just contribute and talk about stuff because this has been a rough year, man. It's really been a rough year for everybody. But I feel like we're we're doing a we're staying connected pretty well. Twenty twenty one is right around the corner. What will they roll out with next? Yeah. I'll take those killer bees over anything that's happened this year. So <laughs> anything but spiders. I don't have any good spider stories, honestly. I really am proud of that. Me from too. Being an adult, <laughs> like that, I don't have a whole lot of great ones. Not like, I like three. There. Yeah. Well, I, all right. Well, we'll get into spider stories at a later date. But anyways, we've got more. Put it on more the show notes, Laos. That sounds like fun. <laughs> so first off, like Ryan or, or Lausman, did you catch any? Um, moving on. So again, thanks, Joe. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, moving on through the geek news, Laos, did you catch any good um, any good Mars pictures from your uh, your sighting? You know the uh, the absence or whatever it's called, the uh, backside of Mars. I believe it's the opposition, uh, but I did. Well, I mean, define good because you can't really put. I mean, you can. I don't have the gear for it, but I, I took just a normal cell phone pic that was like zoomed in on Mars, and I was like, "See the red thing that's out of stoplight?" I was like, "That's it." Yeah, so like it didn't. The picture didn't translate very well. If I'm yeah, honest, they never do. 
Well, it would have. It was really the proper setup with a telescope and a roof and a yard and things they don't have, and then you put your phone well, onto the right like kind of scope overlay kind of type thing. So I didn't have all that. I just well look at Mars with binoculars. So I did. Well, the, that was last the, week, the, right? It was last Wednesday. The, the height of the the connection between when you could see Mars and when the Earth and Mars were so close. The beauty of it was that, like, literally, we were driving home from, I don't know where the hell we were, but we had we had, were driving home and it was it was almost pitch black outside, and all you could see was like right where the almost where the moon you would have expected the moon to be, there was this bright orange light coming out of the sky, and man, it was it was when you, you could put a little you, you could like Lyle said you could put your you know binoculars up and see it, but man, it was the clearest view of Mars that I've seen in my adult life yep. and that was really cool and we were just driving home and i had stopped we pulled over and we took a picture of it and i texted the and i was like man i was like thanks for for pointing this out because like i didn't even see this before but like man that was cool it was a really cool picture of of the red planet that i don't think we will see in the next 25 years so. yeah it just happened to work out for me that that was the night that I took Cora outside to look at the, look up at the stars, and I I was showing her all the different things, and then I was like, "Hey, see that one over there? I think that's a planet." And I said, "Wait a minute, I think that's Mars." And like, so she was totally fascinated by it. So was I. Yeah, depending on when you saw it, it was like you know closer, farther away from the moon. It was harder and easier to see. But like, we have a lot of heavy trees over our house. But I'm telling you, driving home, it was like. We were on a straight line, and there was just this orange dot in the sky, and it was like, wow, that's cool. Um, awesome. So thank you, Lyle, for sharing that one. Absolutely. My name will be there in a couple of years. <laughs> yes, it will. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, well, I got on that ship. Yeah, good. Yeah, we, we covered that in a previous episode. But the other thing that is happening, and this is unrelated to Mars, but it is a little bit of video game news. Um, the, the PlayStation Store is making some huge changes. So I know that all of us sitting here are PlayStation you know, owners, and we've played games. We've play, uh, we played everything on, on it between you know Battlefront 2 and, and Rec Room and whatever else you know crap you want to play. But like the whole store is changing. And the reason this is kind of newsworthy is that there's, there's content that's available on the PlayStation Store that, as of October 21st, they will no longer, they could no longer be. There's new store rollouts coming to individual users between October 21st and 26th. What that's going to mean for you or for me is that um, you'll no longer be able to buy PlayStation 3 games. So get all you can. P- PSP games, you can't buy those either. PlayStation Vita, no longer going to be there. Apps, themes, and avatars all gone, as well as the wishlist features. So this is kind of significant because I had, I don't know, like 30-some games in the wishlist wish list feature that I had. I was just waiting for them to come on you know, sale. Obviously, those are gone now. So I've got to log back on and see what might come back on. But if you have any of that, those games and that content, don't be afraid because you'll still have it. The problem is, after literally in a few days, you will not be able to, as soon as this update hits your system, you will not be able to purchase those anymore. So, mm. it's kind of a PSA to say, hey, if you have any of that stuff or you've been waiting for it, get it now. Get it right now as soon as you can and hope that, that it's still there. Otherwise, you know, they're, they're moving into this PlayStation 5 you know, network and, and stores. So, it will be a little bit different. I'm interested to see how they handle the PlayStation uh, Plus stuff. Like, for, for instance, this month we had Need for Speed that's available for free. I don't know if you guys have played Need for Speed in a while. It's a fun-ass game. Yep. Well, you introduced me to that. Yep. It's a fun freaking game. It's a fun, fun-ass game. In terms of car racing. Yep. Yeah. 
I totally yeah. get it. It's like one of the best, but but apparently, you know, if you don't, if you don't, if if it was an old, I I think that was a P. I don't know if that was a PS3 or not, but get it while you can. That's my point. Like yes. Get on there, and get all those older games while you can, because you won't always be able to have them. So so basically, just go out and rage by all the Crash Bandicoot that you can. Oh, they remastered those, so you're good. <laughs> but you I remember having uh, Need for Speed under Underground. Is that the underground same? Underground was the one I had as yeah, well. That yeah, that was always that was that was fun. This is Hot Pursuit. I think that was I think that was when um, uh, Fast and Furious like put all of those types of games, you know, in into on, on the market, kind of a thing. Yeah, and they made they made the price of a Mitsubishi Eclipse skyrocket. Yeah, they reason. really did, and no Celica's. Why? Yeah, so but... Celica's and Monica's. Monica. Yeah, I was about to say like the girl. Like, <laughs> Monica. <laughs> that was well played, Ryan. I actually like I like that a lot. Oh boy, the price of Monica's skyrocketed. <laughs> Odd tangent. You see this? I'm cashing in. Odd tangent, if I do say so. Uh, I'm more of a Samantha myself, but that's all right. Um. <laughs> Anything else about that, boys? <laughs> I got a I got a pretty substantial review coming up, and then uh, we got a couple a couple bits. But any any other any other pieces on that? Yeah. yeah. So one thing that did drop in the last seven days was the Oculus Quest Two. Now, Ryan, <laughs> you of all people, you've tried my Oculus One. Yeah. If you had to, if you had to give us a a, a ten second review of the Oculus One, please. Lay it on. Us. Amazing hits all the senses. You feel like you're actually within the game. Don't play plank. There you go. Ryan's afraid of heights. Don't play Richie's plank experience. My is what he's saying. Palms are sweaty. Just thinking about it. But what's strange <laughs> is that I don't. I don't feel that way when I played the Iron Man version. I feel like I was like Supermaning all through your house. You feel like you were Supermaning an Iron Man game? That don't ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. Okay, I feel like I was Iron Manning all through his house. It's just fun. That was fun to me because, like, I had control. I couldn't fall. Like, yeah. That was fun. You know. The planking, so, so, not so much. Especially when you put well, the wood board down that I had to, like, walk on. I was like, Jesus. This is too scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what was that real. other one where you kind of get lost in, like, this maze of, like, a castle or something? Yeah, that was yeah. Well, you talking about so there, there's several games now that have been out since. So that that so the Oculus, the Facebook Oculus One was basically the first standalone uh, VR unit that you could you could put on your head, and there's no cords, and there's nothing else. It's a it's a basically a standalone console where you don't need anything else. And so what happened on October 13th, 2020, literally 1.4 you know a year and a half, which is crazy for a new system to come out. Uh, of the same you know hardware or similar hardware um they released facebook released the the second one so it's great fantastic what would they change about it right well they literally quadrupled the computing power because that's how technology works mm-hmm. right every year or every two years you're technically 1.5 to 1.8 times further along than you were two years ago so me being a jackass that I am, bought the first one full price at four ninety nine, and um, and bought the second one for three ninety nine, which was the the one that had you know the two hundred fifty six memory, you know, so a big upgrade. But the the funny thing is the hardware is pretty similar; it's just been refined. So what they did was they basically swapped out the chip from you know the previous unit to the most up to date um, 
I think it's called the XR2 Snapdragon, which is like the highest or the higher end um, Android processing unit they can. And now, Ryan, those those not only are the graphics almost twice as good, but the processing power is twice as good. So it can handle almost you know almost top level AAA games, wow. which is why. Splinter Cell and uh, a new Assassin's Creed is actually coming out exclusively for the um, for the Oculus 2. The crazy thing is, is that in putting them both on, there's a noticeable, a huge noticeable difference between screen quality in the Oculus 1 and the Oculus 2. So the reason that I had Ryan tee this up is because if you thought that was terrifying and realistic in the first version, when you get to the oh, second God. version... They can do so much more with it, and and they haven't even like leashed the full power of the of the quest too. But man, from what I've seen, not only are the games and the ability of games and the the capability of games they have released for this thing fundamentally almost twice as good, if not, but but they're also now enabling this device to do better stuff when it's connected to a computer. So, Bossman, this will impact you. I put on the head headset and I configured it so I could play Sea of Thieves. Basically, heads up, so I could play Sea of Thieves. If I look, the screen moves and it almost emulates a full VR experience in Sea of Thieves. Hmm. Now it was it was fun with the Quest One. With the Quest Two, I get almost four almost four K. It's like almost two K per eye, which which equates to just under four K total vision for your experience while you're playing the game, and that's remotely connected to my pc so like this is this is borderline you know breaching into very uncharted territory of like a fully immersive like full-on console experience and i'm so stoked for it because as much as people want to say because facebook owns oculus and they they make it mandatory that you have a facebook account totally weird thing and that's a whole nother territory that will cross i'm not doing anything on that device that facebook's going to get mad at or that i care that facebook knows that's that's the thing keep that in mind any of you hardcore gamers that are looking to get a device to do some crazy stuff this is a very unique device that is extremely powerful and just like the quest one how when i bought it in 2019 from now i i can't even tell you how many versions and renditions it had but when i bought it in 2019, the original one, I thought it was the greatest thing that ever happened to VR, and they've only improved on it literally every month leading up to now. Now there's a better one that's twice as powerful, six times as powerful, twice as better looking. Um, I'm all in, man. And for 3.99, I was able to sell my last one, spend a couple extra bucks, and still not be out of pocket much for this new one. So if anybody is dabbling in VR, as much as you want to hear people complain about the Facebook thing, get over yourself and and get the toy if you want it. It's just that a toy. <laughs> just man, buy it, the toy. Just buy the toy because goddamn, it's good. It is. It is really brilliant. It is a brilliant experience, Ryan. You know how encompassing it can be. Imagine if the graphics are better, hmm. if the audio was better, if the interface was better, if the immersion was better. That's what this is. So if you liked it at all, if you like PSVR, Laos Man, yep. if you are at least intrigued by it on the PlayStation, freaking the Quest 2 does all of those things better. They got that and at I can Best say Buy that right now. <laughs> you can. 
Yeah, I got mine on Amazon. Honestly, you can get it through our Amazon link if you want to. I'll be posted in the description below. And if you do that, credit card six months with no interest. Well, there you go. I mean, it's three ninety nine. You know, it's three ninety nine. It's not a bad system. But Ryan, if you're going to buy systems, let's let's table that for another another conversation because there's more ambiguity. I want to get some ambidextrousness out of you rather than just the quest. I'd love you to be on quest because then you and I can play multiplayer in all the games that I play. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, got I will. Uh, I will see if I can squeeze something out. All right, Jesus. last man question. Uh, so the generation or so the or the first one that you had from 2019 that original oculus quest one yeah the quest one um so you didn't have to affiliate that with your facebook at all you won't have to until the end of 2021 they're not making it mandatory but after that time period they're saying what what's what's happening here's the deal it's 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 far less than just facebook just like floodgating it it's yeah. essentially facebook purchased oculus i think in 2016 Ever since then, they've been working to build the Oculus platform into the Facebook platform. And I get it because if you think about it, what does Xbox have? What does Sony have, right? What does Nintendo have? They have these brilliant ecosystems that are just geared around their gaming consoles. What Facebook is trying to do is to take the flat, so you know what flat is, Laos Man, from yep. Rec Room and whatnot, the flat social media experience and make it more immersive. And in in theory, you can envision it where if you if you were literally if everybody in America or everybody in the world had one of these devices on their head and they were like, I just want to chat Ryan. Like you could literally just say, I want to chat Ryan and it will it will connect you to Ryan. And then all of a sudden we're having a FaceTime and you guys have virtual avatars where you're designing stuff on the board. You say, oh, let's play a game. And then all of a sudden you hit a button. Boom. And then you and Ryan are playing a game. That's the kind of stuff that Facebook is trying to think a few steps ahead because Microsoft's, you know, got the mixed reality kind of route. PlayStation is very much dated in terms of their PSVR and how their VR technology works. However, I do think in the next six months, we're going to get a huge announcement from PlayStation from Sony about their new VR technology. The old one will work, Lostman. So, like, don't get discouraged. Keep your old VR because it will work on the new PlayStation. There's an adapter you have to buy. But... The kicker is all these consoles are fighting for their little niche space and, and Facebook is saying, well, I'm going to take this social experience and fully bring that immersion in. And there, there's twofold in that. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% in on bringing it to be more social and to bring it more immersive. Like when I'm in there and you guys can't play, I'm like, man, I just wish my buddies were here. Same time. I don't want my grandma seeing what I'm doing on VR. Like, I don't want that. And that's that's the only reason I'm using Facebook at the moment. Like, so family can say, oh, your kitchen looks great or whatever. I, You know what I mean? There's a, there's a yin and a yang there. So it is, it is a little bit of a dichotomy. But at this point, I'm like, if that's the... If I have to sync my account to get on, I don't care. Like, I just want to be able to enjoy it and to see what it's got. Because I'm telling you, for the last year and a half... I bought this thing for five hundred dollars, you know, in June of two thousand nineteen, and I will—I shit you not—I got my money's worth out of it up until the day I sell, sold that thing because every day there was somebody hacking this, or there's another free game here, there's another free app here. All these developers are like, we can make this really cool, like you said, Ryan, procedurally generated temple where you can have a room like behind me right now. It's 11 by 12 square feet and and you could walk around forever 
It is it is procedurally generated, so they they put in stairs or elevators, so you can just walk around in your own stupid room <laughs> and not go anywhere, but yet spend hours in there uncovering stuff and and exploring temples. Like Ryan said, Ryan, I've got two or three apps that I got to show you now because it, it will blow your mind. Like I promise you that. Sounds like a hell so, of an acid trip. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> see what happens, man. But like, man, it is it is impressive. So, so I'm giving it probably more faith than most. And if you if you look at reviews of that online, it is impressive technology. But why I was so impressed from the first one is that I bought it for five hundred dollars, you know, in June of 2019, and I was never let down. Every single iteration and update and whatever came out, I was continually impressed by not only. The amount of, of, of technology that was packed in that thing and how well it looked and how, how immersed it made you feel. But the, the developers that made games that really capitalized on that technology and made it feel like, wow, this is something special. Hmm. And you could see the future with it. And so if I can get that, I feel like from, from June of 2019 to now, it might as well be 2025. And if I can get that same feeling from, from October of 2020... To, to next year, hopefully, they don't release another one, but by next year <laughs> or the following year, they release another one. That technology takes another jump by fivefold. Like, dude, I'm telling you, it's, it's probably the best piece of tech and console video game stuff that I own just because I've had so much fun with it. Vader Immortal, all that stuff, dude. It's so great. Well, so. if they do make another one next year that you decide to buy, I will buy the two off of you if I haven't already bought one. Well, you had your chance. I yeah. told you guys all that you could buy it, and I sold it on eBay. So no, I said the Ryan. two, not the one. <laughs> oh no, no, I get two. that. I get that. Yeah. I'm just saying you said this the same thing last time, and I'm not going to sell it to you for a discount when I can sell on eBay for full price and pay nothing for the new one. So Fair it's enough. up to you. Keep Fair tracing. That I would just buy balls. a new one or buy an old one a year from now. Buy an old one for a hundred bucks. Who cares? You I'm telling you, you'll be impressed. Chasing yeah. that dragon. Yeah, chasing that does. dragon. It's just crazy because, like, you can you can. No, put... it is a really awesome experience. I mean, you feel immersed in it. I just, yeah, I don't know. There's just so much more you can do with it, Ryan, that you don't understand. Like, I showed you some of the fun stuff, but like, you could put every emulator or every ROM for every. Si- you could have an Infinity Games machine essentially right there on your face if you wanted to. You really could, and, and like, your brain just can't handle it. Like, your brain thinks that you're doing this thing, but then. You're just in some other zone, and it's it's very bizarre. But if if you can see now, like our, our buddy Deems can't, he doesn't he doesn't do all well the VR. So I get it, I, I totally get it. But they're making that better too. They're trying to improve that the VR sickness because it does happen. But man, if you, if you get a chance to try it out, please do because it is it is um a pretty incredible experience. Well, so. I know a guy that's got one, so maybe I'll stop yeah. by sometime. Nah, hey, when where we got all this? Yeah, we got all this COVID thing, man. You, you know, <laughs> that's a jerk. You don't want to hang out with him. Yeah, he feeds you Hershey's Yinglings and you know breakfast. And who wants oh, to hang out with starts. that guy? That's <laughs> how it starts. Yeah, he's got frisbee well, golf got... in his backyard. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we gotta we gotta wrap this up though. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So so I got one more story. You guys got anything else before we get into the last story here? No, we already talked about cans. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> No, the last thing, the last thing, by the time we talk to everybody here on the show, which again, we appreciate you guys. Hope you guys and girls, we hope that you guys, um, uh, you know, always do stick around with us. If you have comments, questions, stuff you want us to talk about, please do. We encourage you on the Facebook group, but you guys know what comes out in about, uh, I don't know, six days, seven days, ah, 10 days from now. 
It's um October 30th, we'll just say it. Halloween! No, no, Mandalorian Season 2. Absolutely excited for that. Have you guys been keeping up on all the news from the Mando uh, Season 2? Trying to. Some. Yeah. Try not to Some. spoil it. I, I like the first trailer, but I try not to get too involved because I want to see how, you know, it really unfolds, not what people speculate. Correct. The beauty the the beauty of the tour, because we've had two at this point, um, you know, it's it's middle of October. We've had two um, actual trailers and we've had a, a behind the scenes kind of sneak peek. And I was I was joking with the group, but the boys are alluding to is that I, I said, hey, don't don't watch this if you don't want to. Because it does, it does, you know, kind of ruin what I think is an entire episode. But there's eight of them. There's eight episodes. We're going to get a lot of stuff. Um, I've got a lot of speculation. I think maybe next time we chat, we'll we'll be one or two episodes in, and so maybe we'll um, we'll we'll kind of do a deeper dive. But I'm anticipating a lot of um, Filoni lore. I'm anticipating a lot of um, callbacks to some some previous Star Wars stuff. I think it's going to be really fun. Uh, from what I've seen, Asona, you know. I, I, Ahsoka, I'm very excited to see Ahsoka. I'm interested to see if they bring in anything from Rebels, like the alleged um, actor they've got for uh, Ezra Bridger. I've got a lot, of, a lot of stuff for it, but what I'm looking for most is just to see the Mandalorian and, and how he's going to get through this. I think, I think this season will probably close as they get closer to Baby Yoda his people because that's what they've alluded to in the in all of the materials they're like we got to get this kid back to his people whether it be the jedi or the actual yoda type species i'm not sure but man i'm excited for it you know what what are you guys looking forward to most out of out of mando season two i am a big fan of little snippets where it's like a ship that's popular from a different time because I'm like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> little Shaco again um, from Disenchant. Uh, no, but like, I enjoy that the most because I'm like, oh, look, like a piece of old technology. Like, I I follow a lot of YouTube channels that are very, very, you know, I wouldn't say obscure, but like they're they're out there a little bit. If I'm completely honest, like I I follow a lot of them that like will tend to explain like why you don't see certain classes of Star Destroyer amidst the Rebels. And it's like, well, it would make sense because they're surpluses. But then it's like, well, no, because of this. And so like, I, I, I look at all that stuff. And so the, the ships really actually do it for me. And like that's that's what I like to see just sort of just teased right in there in a big old fight scene. And I'm like, ooh, that ship's not supposed to be there. Or is it? Like, <laughs> just sort of, yeah, like that's. That's what I enjoy, and I, that's what I enjoyed several times about a lot of the movies and you know a lot of Mando stuff. So, so that's you know that that that's my biggest sell right now. Um, you know, cool characters, familiar characters. Um, you know, physical or I should say, you know, no longer CGI characters. That's cool too. Uh, I'm very excited about that. Uh, possibly to a lesser extent, but yeah, I, that that's my big selling point, and I'm not watching any. I watched the first trailer. I will not be watching the second trailer upon your recommendation. Um, and that's nothing to say like, ooh, like I shouldn't do it. But And everyone else out there, if they feel like they should, go for it. But you know what? I'd rather use that energy of me being excited about it to re-watch all the previous episodes being so close to the release. So yeah, yeah. so that that's my whole plan through the thing. I'll try and re-watch it. I already got through the first episode. 
try and keep going, try and keep watching, and or rewatching, I should say, and then I'll be all teed up, queued up, and ready to rock for the uh, for the newest season. So that's my plan. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Nice. How about you, Raga? Everything Laos Man just said, plus Baby Yoda. <laughs> what? See, <laughs> there it is. I'm kidding. <laughs> And I really want to see where they take the storyline and see how uh, they continue to develop the story and then go beyond the story that they want to tell as well. It'll be interesting. That's going to be the hardest thing, I think, is just how far can they carry it. That's the easy part because what they've got is they've got they've got these little tangents, like um, like little roots, right? And there's so many of these little angles they can go on to where they can explore because we've never seen. And there's so many unopened cans of worms, right? Like we don't know. Baby Yoda's uh, planet, people, or anything like that. We, we've never been told that. As we knew, there was one Yoda, and the prequels came around, and there was two Yodas. Now there's a baby Yoda, so which makes there's three Yodas. So it's, like, I'm, I'm less excited about the ships and the story. I'm more excited about the lore and how they tie it in. So, like, between the three of us, like, we've got a pretty good, you know, fat, you know, kind of, Wath of of like where, what we're looking forward to. What I really want to see is how do they tie all this shit in? Because the timeline that they're operating in is is a little bit played out. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a little tough. It's gonna be a little a little rocky to try and work all this stuff in with all the other you know kind of uh, universe that exists. But if they can give us a few things, and I'm talking about three, I have three things in my head. If they can give us any one of those, I'll be the the happiest goddamn Star Wars fan that you can give us. And, and it's it's essentially Ahsoka Tana and any kind of her backstory, which I think if they introduce her at all, it will be brief. I think Boba Fett, which I do not think is going to happen in season two. If anything, again, like season season one, they'll they'll tease a Boba Fett and how we could possibly survive, which again crazy but it's star wars people get chopped in half here and still survive so it's fine or thrown out a pit for a million miles or whatever so 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 those two Comes things out the and, other end yeah yeah could, yeah. could be so so <laughs> and the last the last thing is honestly just i i just want to see how it all fits into the major story so then where does where does like if we get ahsoka we we get boba fett which i really don't think where the hell is Yoda from? What is his people? What are we going to see? Is he just going to hand him off to, you know, to a Jedi? I don't, that's like, those three things are, I'm just, I just need one. It's not like a Game of Thrones situation where I got to know how, how Stark and House Targaryen and House whatever else ends up. I don't give a shit about those House of Dragons or whatever. I just want to know how these three or four things that have been, been kind of rumored fit into the story. Well, and as long as it all makes sense, I'll be super, super happy, even if it's just one of them. They they do have a world full of Ewoks, so maybe there could be a world full of do they? Yodas. Well, they they may not have a world full full of Ewoks anymore. You not know anymore. about that, right? <laughs> they had past tense. Yeah. Before the here. Well, it's the destruction of the Death Star Two Holocaust that why they might not be there anymore. Really? Yeah, that's a deep, dark hole in the internet. If you want to go down, we can do it anytime. No. Yeah. No. (laughs) There was a massive star or planet-sized starship that was exploded above. If if the moon exploded, you don't think some of it would rain down on Earth and kill a lot of people? If not all of us? Pretty sure it will. Yeah, it kind of does. 
That's what would happen with the Death Star 2 being exploded outside of, of the Endor moon. But Endor was just the Endor moon was just at a moon. So maybe they maybe they're not holocausted. I'm not sure, but we'll see. Guess we'll find That's a story out. for a different time. True. It would be interesting if the Mando hit that planet, the the moon outside Endor where all the Ewoks lived and they were all like either alive and thriving or maybe it was the Holocaust. I don't know. I don't even want to watch that, honestly, because there's already discrepancies of the pieces, like, the fragments of the Death Star 2 <laughs> that have landed that don't line up with the movie and they, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I'm not interested. It's like, in the, it's like the Caravan of Courage or whatever the hell that TV movie was called. The Indian of the Covers? Indian of the Covered. They had two Ewok movies. You don't know that? <laughs> no, I, I, I know. I know. I watched them, actually. Yeah, I think they had one. Well, I think they had Caravan of Courage or whatever it was called. And they had, the I don't Christmas. know if they had a second one. I think one of them, yeah, they had, yeah, well, they had a Christmas well, special. It wasn't Christmas. It was Life Day. No, I think we have a widespread coverage of what yeah. we yeah. want to see. Expectations. And what I think will be really cool is to get all of our perspectives on the next podcast, at least from episode one. Uh, as as Donnie had mentioned earlier, because the show starts Friday, October 30th. So the night before Halloween, when you're not trick-or-treating, you could be watching this show. Let me yeah. see them ships. It is it is weird ships. they chose the uh, the Halloween. But I guess they did last year, too, so that yeah, makes sense. So, mm. yeah, by the time by the time we talk to you guys next, it'll be the 3rd of November. And so we'll be just we'll be just before the second episode. But you'll get our hot takes from the first one. And then, um, you know, we'll all be tuned in all season long until the uh, the finale there, which is scheduled for Friday, the uh, 18th of December. So with that said, we've been talking for a while. I think we're about wrapped up. But um, anything else, boys, before we uh, we go ahead and wrap it up for this evening? Gotta see them ships. All right, I'll take that as a as a no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a no. <laughs> well, another episode, boys. Yeah. Where can the good kids find you, Mister Lousman? I'm on Twitter at Mister Lousman and sending awesome pictures of Mars and all sorts of uh, fun things. So keep following. All right, and Mister Raga. Yeah, you can find me at rye underscore guy 813 on Instagram or hit us up in the Craft Brews Geek News Facebook page where we are th- always throwing in some uh, awesome conversation pieces and uh, sharing some some great juicy nuggets of pop culture. So, I, Yeah, I just I want to second that. If you, if you are not, if you are listening to us on a place where you can review us, please do. If you can't do that or if you can do that, please join us at the Facebook group. Everybody's got a Facebook. We just talk about this. It's just Craft Brews and Geek News um, on Facebook. It's a group. It's fantastic. It's a dedicated group full of craft brewers, home brewers, beer fans, geek newses, Star Wars fans, Star Trek fans, whoever the hell wants to join the group. You know, we're all friends here, and we're just talking about the stuff we like. So it's a very um, non-toxic, enjoyable experience. We encourage you all to join us there. Um, You can find me, of course... I'm at Brewmasters Club on uh, Instagram and a couple other platforms. Uh, the YouTube channel is Craft Brews Geek News. We put out videos probably once a month or so there. Um, some of them are a lot of fun. Some of them are Disney stuff. Some of them are video game stuff. They're, they're movie stuff. We do a lot of um, I, or, or, um, Let's Plays on, uh, on, on Twitch as well. So that's also Craft Brews and Geek News. But please check us out at one of those many channels. And if you're having a good time with us, leave us a comment. Leave us a like. 
um, come and contribute. We don't even care about the reviews. Just come contribute to the conversation on the Facebook group or wherever you might ingest the uh, the podcast. But um, we just appreciate everybody you know listening to us. And so on that note, um, I just want to say, as we say at the end of every podcast, Lost Man, you raise your eyebrows first. Durr. I thought we only said like an awkward silence at the end of every podcast. <laughs> I was like, well, that just that just leaves him, le- you know, on the edge. <laughs> real excited about the next episode. Good night. No. Good day. All right. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.